0: There's another squad attacking. Welcome to the third party podcast. This is another special edition podcast. We're not sure if we're going to make this mailbag episode a very often occurring thing, but we got the time right now because everybody's in quarantine. I'm
1: your host, Shay. Joined today by my co-host, Henry. Henry, how's it going today? going pretty good happy to be here as always very excited to dive into this content today and answer a bunch of questions for sure how's your apex been lately it's been good right now we've been grinding on two different platforms and i've been really enjoying playing on playstation and ranking up on that Uh, but it's been good
0: i have a question to submit to the pod right here for you do you like the playstation controller or the xbox controller more
1: yeah we've been talking a lot about this you know definitely grew up on an xbox controller so i'd say it's a bit more comfortable but i don't hate on the playstation controller at all i kind of like having the parallel sticks and what do you think
0: i like the playstation controller a bit more right now just feels a bit more comfortable i guess but i don't hate on either of them we need to invest in some control yeah yeah i play claw so it's kind of tough on the playstation so i had to switch up my buttons a bit Someday soon, we're
1: going to be having an episode all about playing Claw, so stay tuned for that.
0: Okay, anyways guys, thanks for sticking with us through that annoying little intro. Today we're going to be talking about the Old Ways event and the Bloodhound Town Takeover, the news that dropped for that, and then we're going to be wrapping up by answering everybody's questions. And so let's get started. We're just going to go through the patch notes for the Old Way event. And so yeah, well starting on April 7th, duos will be added to the game alongside trios, as well as permanent map rotation that gives players the ability to play duos or trios on Kings Canyon and World's Edge.
1: Woo! This is a huge change of the game. This um, is the biggest change we've probably ever had. Yeah, this is huge. This completely rattles uh, the whole meta of the game as well. I mean, everything will change. Balancing will have to change because of this, I predict. Um, it's clear to me that everybody really wanted this. You know, we ran a poll. Warzone was very successful with adding solos. Um, I am really excited to see it in here. You know, we often don't have a third, so I think that having duos is going to be really good for us. Um, but I think it's pretty cool. What do you think about this change?
0: Uh, yeah, I like it. I just like that they're giving what the people giving the people what they want. And I'm excited to play duos. I think duos is fun. Do you think if you're playing solo, you're going to still play trios or are you going to play duos now? If you
1: are dropping in as an individual... Not ranked, because
0: ranked is probably going to stay to only the trios.
1: It's a good question, for sure. I'm not really sure. I don't drop solo a whole lot, um, so I'm probably not the best person to answer it. I'm so set in my ways that Apex is a three-person squad-based game, so Mm -hmm. it's hard for me to say, like, yeah, I think I'll do better if I just have one random compared to two randoms, twice the likelihood of having somebody good, having somebody that will support me, so I don't know, that's not the best answer I I, think, I still Great like three answer, I, I like three legends, I think it's a, a squad based game, but I think that's a good question for sure Yeah, I think it'll
0: just be, if you got three people you'll play three, if you got two, you'll play two and if you're solo, I mean for me, I'm playing ranked most of the time if I'm solo, or If I'm chasing kills now, I think I might try duos just because there's more opportunity to get kills and damage.
1: That's a good point.
0: But anyways, what about the permanent map rotation? What are your thoughts on that, adding King's Canyon
1: for permanence? I think this is very exciting, especially for the longevity of the game. I know that Apex really puts in a ton of work to their maps. And you know when they let go of King's Canyon initially, there was a real big... A backlash to that and kind of missing that map and being so emotionally invested into king's canyon they've brought it back now um, i think this also allows them to not stop developing their new maps like world's edge you know we're just gonna town take over in it now have a month to go in this season we could still get a new map because they've introduced this map rotation mm-hmm. so we're not having this idea of map
0: destruction yeah i wonder if it's going to be like a voting system, and if you are just choose a lobby, if you'll get put into a random one, you'll vote for it. Or if there's seriously going to be like four separate playlists, like uh, King's Canyon Duos, King's Canyon Trios, Solos, or World's, World's yeah. Edge Duos, World's Edge Trios, ranked.
1: I initially thought that it would be a voting system, similar to Call of Duty, where you vote between two uh, maps, like for Team Deathmatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think we're really going to see an overhaul to the menu. And instead, you're just going to be able to choose. I want to play on kings, duos, or trios, or ranked, and
0: things like that. Yeah, we'll see. I'm excited for whatever they do. Um, Let's dive into uh, into the Bloodhound's Trials. So this is starting on April 7th. All the stuff we also just talked about coming out on April 7th. And the Bloodhound's Trials will be taking place until the 21st of April. And so, Newtown Takeover. When the Apex Games came to World's Edge, large predators vacated the area, leading to an explosion in the Prowler population. Most were traced to a nest in the northwest portion of the arena, and here, Bloodhound saw an opportunity to maintain the ecosystem by pitting humans against beasts. Dive into Bloodhound's Trials, where you and your squad battle against a horde of Prowlers and claim high tier loot as your reward. But beware, the most dangerous game, fellow legends who want to scavenge these goods for themselves. In moments of quiet, Don't forget to explore the enclosure, especially with a certain hunter at your side.
1: Very cool.
0: So I actually saw um, a couple of data miners talking about how there's going to possibly be this thing where if you're in the town takeover and looking around, you're going to be able to find weapon charms, kind of like how we got the forge one in game. And so maybe that'll be linked to bloodhound. That'd be kind of cool thing to have in there.
1: That'd be super cool. I'm really excited about this mode, you know, we're putting du- duos in permanently, we're doing a new map rotation. I also think this event is fairly unprecedented and kind of having a legitimate PVE yeah. into a Battle Royale is quite significant. Um, I'm curious about how it's going to look. You know, Initially, I thought that this would be like a mini game almost where you go into like a sub lobby and then play against the, the Prowlers, but I think this is going to be more open world and say if you and i share fighting some prowlers trying to get gold armor another team could you know come in and attack us while we're doing so so definitely going to be a a risky situation but lots of fun i like the location that it's going to be in i think it's going to be cool
0: i'm so hyped to see what it looks like and we're what we're going to be about six days away from that now um so yeah let's get into the old ways exclusive event prize track so as part of the Old Ways event, you'll have the chance to complete daily challenges and earn exclusive cosmetics inspired by the latest stories from the Outlands, the Old Ways Digital Short. We've been seeing a lot of positive feedback from players in regards to the prize track we introduced with Grand Soiree and continued with System Override. And with the Old Ways event, we're delivering an all-new prize track with the following rewards. So it's looking like we're going to be getting a Weapon Charm and a Gibraltar skin. And then there's one more uh, weapon camo at the very end, which is the like supposed to be the coolest looking one. And I think it looks awesome. I'm not entirely sure what gun that is, though. Okay. What are your thoughts on that one?
1: I don't know. I'm not looking at it. Oh, okay. Um, but I think it's going to be cool. Do you think it's going to be uh, an evolving skin? No, it's not, I don't think it'll be like that. It's just going to be very similar to what
0: we've had with the Grand Soiree event and uh, the System Override event where you get like the... Almost like the tickets and the coins are based off of the right, objectives right. you complete to get the rewards. Like last time for the System Override event, we had the Peacekeeper skin.
1: So yeah, I think it'll be pretty cool. I really like how they do the event. Um, I think it's really cool how they do like a sub-challenges. I love the Grand yeah. Warway, uh rewards from that. And I'm excited that Jibby is now getting a feature showing off the tats and this cool skin. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I I'm all for this. Uh, so next we have the
0: direct purchase shop. And so this is where you can pretty much buy skins for 1,800 Apex coins. And so we have the Bloodhound Young Blood skin is going to be in there. And that's the one we saw in the trailer and it's been floating around. You can check it out on our Instagram page. And along with that, we got another Bloodhound skin, a Mozambique skin, EVA 8 Prowler, Charge Rifle, Havoc, Watson, Crypto, and then a Bloodhound frame. And I think they all look pretty good so far. Um, yeah. I'm I'm excited. I'm not sure how in a rush I'm going to be to try and spend $20 on a Mozambique skin,
1: but, you know, who knows, I guess. Who knows? Yeah, we haven't really done a recap on the April Fool's yet on the gold Mozambique that came out. Oh my gosh, it was
0: broken. It was crazy.
1: Full auto. I don't know why they switched it
0: back. Apex is hitting us with the content right now, and I freaking love it. It's It's awesome. Great time to be playing, and yeah, it's really great to see. And last but not least, the Old Ways event marks the return of the Legendary Hunt skins. All eight of the original Legendary Hunt skins will be on offer for the direct purchase, in addition to two recolored variants of the Wraith and R301 skins that were exclusive to Battle Pass owners. As with before, these are still event-exclusive skins. They won't be available outside special occasions. And so these are the skins from around, I think, Season 1. There was the Beast of the Hunt event. And then we had, like I think in the Season 1 Battle Pass, we had a Wraith skin and an R301 skin. And I'm actually a bit disappointed to see that a developer was mentioning that the recolors of the skins will not be available for legend tokens. You're still going to have to spend yeah. 20 bucks. And that's something that they think they're going to switch up in the future from the sounds of it on Twitter. But I mean, I'm not going to spend 20 bucks for a recolor of a skin I already have. So you're saying
1: they're going to go back to the new way or this is the new way?
0: No, they're going to go back to the recolors being Only tokens tokens yeah
1: yeah that's good that's how it's been and it makes sense you know if you already dropped 20 bucks and you're just getting a different color variant yeah for sure and so that wraps up the old ways event patch notes what were your
0: thoughts on the trailer the lore Super trailer awesome for Blood
1: trailer Hall. exceeded my expectations i love how long they are like they really do and yeah, they a lot of time and effort to them um Honestly, I was a bit shocked that Bloodhound did have a Viking-esque background. I really thought it was more uh, samurai, uh, ancient Japan. Um, But there is influence of both of those. I thought it was awesome.
0: Yeah, it was so cool. I mean, we got all the connections where they got the heirloom from how Bloodhound got their mask. Mm -hmm. Like, it was so interesting to see. I absolutely love these uh, lore trailers and Yeah, that's all I got to say about it, really.
1: Super awesome. Great feature for the charge rifle as well.
0: Oh, yeah. And that skin will also be available during
1: this event. Of course.
0: Uh, So if you haven't watched it, I'll definitely check it out for sure, or else you're going to think we sound a little weird right
1: now. (laughs) But anyways, with that, let's get into the mailbag. Great. So first question is, with Duo's being added, will this affect badges, or will new badges be added? Great question. That's coming from King Arthur. Thanks so much for submitting your question. Um, this is a huge change to the game. You know, um, I don't know how much content they will uh, develop around this, but I foresee them definitely adding new badges. Um, you know, changing existing badges, not really. I don't foresee that happening. Yeah, I don't think they're going to make like
0: the 20 kill and the 4K badge exclusive to like trios only. Um, yeah. And I don't think it's going to be... I mean, it might be a little easier to get in duos but for the most part it's still people fighting each other and i don't know i don't think it'll be a huge difference i never felt a huge difference in the past when we've played the limited time duos modes
1: we may disagree i have felt like duos and solos is much harder than trios just because teams are more spread out and therefore there's going to be more third party so like there's oh, more yeah. people that are uh I guess, contained in their teams and moving aggressively. Um, so, you know, I almost think that solos and duos is harder than trios. Um, even though you might be able to get better stats, there's just, there's more fights that happen because there's more different teams. Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's just a little different and I think it's fun. I mean,
0: it'll be cool. I'm just excited that we have the option now and, you know, there's more content in the game. I do think you're right in that there's going to be new badges added. Um, what exactly they'll be. I do not know. If you care to brainstorm, we could, but I just think that they'll definitely add some exclusive badges for that mode because considering they already add badges for all of the limited time modes and stuff, mm-hmm. this is just a permanent thing, and so I imagine they'll add permanent badges for it as well. For sure. Next question we have is coming from Louis J. Hogan. What are your opinions on Caustic? You can start with this one because this could be a while.
1: Yeah, so Caustic from the get-go, definitely a very toxic legend. Not a big fan of him at all. Um, definitely have some harsh words to say about his gas and the Nox gas. His tactical and his ultimate are really tough to work with as a teammate of Caustic. Um, slows you down, blinds you, really debilitates uh, your teammates if you're using it in close quarters. Um but, that being said, Caustic on his own as a one-man army, not too bad.
0: I really enjoy Caustic. Um, I don't think the gas bothers me as much as it bothers you, just because I feel like it's affecting the enemies in a way in which that I'm not going to get screwed over unless I'm playing against an enemy Caustic. With that being said, though, to play Caustic, you have to be incredibly smart, and I think you have to be Communicative on your mics, very, very much so. Even more than like someone like Bangalore, because the gas does affect your teammates, and so you'll see a lot of randoms caustics that we end up playing with, where they're just popping gas traps left and right everywhere. I've played with a caustic that blocked me inside of a house with his traps, and so it's just like there's some very frustrating moments with it for sure. Um, but if played perfectly. Uh it can be an incredibly good legend. I mean the number 1 uh Apex Predator on Xbox for the last split was Acoustic. And when I got in when we were playing in those lobbies, a lot of people had Acoustic on their team and so he's definitely a valued legend in ranked meta.
1: Yeah, which is a big change, I think, you know, yeah. they have throughout the last year updated the damage of the gas and kind of the effects of it. Um I think it's also important to mention that his ultimate is extremely good
0: his ultimate is so good i mean like you like with the caveat that it can hurt your teammates but it is incredibly good unless you're playing against a watson that absorbs the ultimate
1: for sure and that's why watson is ranked a bit higher but yeah the the ultimate is just so useful tossing into a house or even tossing into an open can cover a very large space and trap a whole team inside of it and then caustic can highlight them and shoot him in the gas so and it's, turn in the
0: bloodhound as you like to say yeah
1: it's a very uh i i agree with what you're saying caustic is very high skill cap i think can be very frustrating as well but is not the worst legend pretty good yeah for sure next question is what do you think of the new event coming and that was submitted by leland
0: yeah i think we just shared a lot of our thoughts on that um we'll play it a lot on Tuesday. So that way when this next podcast comes out on Wednesday, we'll be able to give you guys a full in-depth update. But outside of that, I'm really excited. I'm so hyped for getting the content and I think it'll be a really good one, for sure.
1: Yeah, I agree. You know, I'm really excited because based on the patch notes, they're saying that, you know, you have to be watching corners and things like that. So, I don't know if it's going to be like a head-to-head fight with these prowlers. I think they're going to be you know, surrounding you and lurking. And that means that Bloodhound is going to be really good to be able to not get snuck up on. So I think it's going to be super fun.
0: The next question we have is coming from Heather. What legend do you like the most based off of their personality or background specifically? And that's the caveat this time around. Uh, We answered this a little bit on the last mailbag and I answered with the personality and background in mind. I don't know what you answered, if you were answering based off of skill or not. Um, So you can start with this one for sure.
1: Yeah, so, you know, I'm a Gibraltar main. I do mix it up with Bangalore occasionally. Um, I do like Gibraltar and Bangalore a lot. I like their voice lines, I like their kits. Uh, definitely my favorite legends. But you might be surprised by this. Personality and background-wise, I love Pathfinder. I think Pathfinder is such a fun legend to play with. I love his voice lines. I like his backstory a lot. I mean, he's one of the characters that I really feel transitioned from the Titanfall universe directly into the games and the fact that he's just at the Apex games to, you know, get some fame in order to attract uh, the attention of his creator. It's so I love that. I love his attitude. And so that's what I would say. Yeah,
0: he's definitely, he's probably up there for me. Um, I freaking love Pathfinder and I play him more than any other legend. Uh, But based off personality and background, I freaking love Mirage. Uh, I said this on the last one and I'm going to say it again. The most hilarious player always looking for that pork chop and his backstory is incredibly interesting and hopefully we'll get some lore on it soon and be able to dive deep into it. But the fact that he's had brothers that went off to war in the Titanfall universe and then they died supposedly. Uh, there's a rumor going around maybe Revenant killed his brother or something like oh that. Oh my gosh, yeah. the drama. And then he like learned all this holographic stuff from his mom. Like, There's a really cool backstory. The pilots, the from, pilots from, oh, yeah. from Titanfall, yeah. There's a lot of really cool stuff, and I just think he's a hilarious, hilarious legend. And I just want him to be buff so I can play him every game for the rest of Apex.
1: Great answer. Love it. Next question is from Curly Tubbington. What are some buffs that you think Respawn could give to Octane and Mirage? Great question. Thanks so much for submitting. Um, You know, we dove into talking about different Mirage tweaks and things on a previous episode. I encourage you to check that out. Um, But I can also tell you as a response to what you submitted here. I'll read it for the other listeners. Um, With Mirage, do you think his ultimate ability is kind of overpowered because of his ability to turn invisible and sneak up behind enemies? I think this is a great point. Is Mirage overpowered kind of seems like a funny question, but I think what you're trying to say here, Tummington is that he really is invisible and the concept behind his ultimate is really strong.
0: Yeah. It's one of those like great idea poor execution, I think. Yeah. Because the idea of being able to turn invisible is awesome and I love using it offensively. Uh, the issue is, is that everyone knows you went invisible because it's an, really easy to see that there's like eight mirage uh decoys standing in a circle the footsteps are really loud so it's really hard to sneak up on people and so i think
1: there's definitely some tweaking to be done there and it's it, really short it's like you really don't have short. a long window to be invisible so you know circling around a team aggressively is quite challenging to do, do. You remember what the old used to be though the oh old my it used to
0: be like you were Not really invisible, it was horrible, it was incredibly short, and you couldn't couldn't
1: shoot back, you couldn't
0: shoot back. (laughs) Like, it was oh my goodness. Um, Mirage
1: still has a long way to go, but thinking about where he started at, tough,
0: yeah. I want to get your thoughts on this. This is a concept for Mirage ult from another listener, uh, Ethan. When you activate your ult, you would go invisible, and whichever way you'd be pointing at, a fake Mirage would run out. So, kind of redesign a little bit. Yeah. And more leaning into what his tactical already is. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I think this is a really decent idea. I think that it is a buff for sure because it instead doesn't give away that Mirage has gone invisible. It's just another decoy. Yep. Um, So I think it could be extremely helpful. Would it be unfair? Uh, Potentially, you know, it is quite a significant ability to be able to turn completely invisible. and kind of giving that away with his current loadout. Ultimate seems fair to me. The buff I would want to see is just an increased duration and a decreased on the footsteps.
0: Yeah, I think that would work as well. Um the rework sounds really cool to me and people that think that might be broken like every um legend has a counter to their ultimate. Gibraltar's ultimate, Bangalore's ultimate, you know, Watson's ultimate messes those up um and so for mirage that's bloodhound bloodhound when they're in beast of the hunt mode you still get to see spots of red when he's invisible and the tactical can spot him out a little bit too and so i do think that there always will be a counter to that and so i don't think that i mean i'm biased i would love to see mirage be just like incredibly incredibly good and unbeatable and i just don't think that you know the invisibility skill, and in of itself, is going to do that. If that makes sense,
1: yeah, for sure. Um, another thing before we step away from Mirage is we've seen this new strategy being used uh, on his ultimate, and I guess we could call it a oh, quick yeah. cancel on it. So pretty much, what the strategy is is you're on, you're in a one-on-one type of situation. Bold. This is a bold right? move. To this play. takes a lot of guts to pull off, but you're in a one-on-one. You hit the Mirage Ultimate. Don't move, and quick cancel so that when you quick cancel, you just blend in to the other uh, decoys, you know, decoys yeah. that have circled you. And then you, ju- and then obviously the enemy legend is looking in a circle, trying to spot this invisible and hear this invisible Mirage. Yeah, and they're assuming right you there. just
0: ran a different direction. That's right. Yeah, I tried to do this once, and I got absolutely lasered. So. Um, Maybe it'll work for some people, but it's definitely a tough one. Um, just because everyone is like so ingrained that like you can follow the footsteps. It's mm-hmm. so easy to follow the footsteps, and so if there's no footsteps, you know something's wrong. And yeah, I don't know, but it's really cool, and it made for some awesome plays for
1: sure. Let's address the second part of yeah, this question. Yeah, yeah. Just gonna say that um, octane, different buff ideas for octane.
0: Yeah. So I've uh. The one I real that immediately jumps to my mind is kind of like a gun runner strategy kind of thing, where if he's got his stem on, he like has either quicker reload speed, um, or he like runs the same speed uh, with his gun up versus Mm. with it uh holstered or swapping. Yeah, just like making his actions actually faster outside of the running.
1: Yeah, I think that could be a cool kind of passive buff. To make them better when we ranked the legends last um you know i feel that it was fair i still stand by the rankings but in our description of the jump pad i don't think we fully valued it as much as it should have been yeah um, it really covers quite the distance and can get you some really good advantages um you know the zip line is really strong, the portal is very strong, and it's kind of compared to those two, which mm-hmm. is just tough competition. but the fact that you can get uh not as predictive angles on people with it and the whole team can use it and it doesn't go away um like the portal, I think that octane is pretty good would you ever be
0: interested to see like a I wonder if they'll ever add something like this into the game where like you have your ultimate ability? But if you, like, get to 100% and you let it keep going, you could get, like, a better ability or something or, like, an extended ability. And, like, for Octane, what if you could, instead of using one jump pad, you used three, but, like, like three loadings worth of jump pad, and it became, like, a redeploy, kind of. Yeah. And so, like, you actually, like, go up to the height of a balloon. And that'd be pretty cool. And that would make him amazing because that'd make him a quick,
1: quick escape for the whole team. Yeah, that's a decent idea. You know, if there was some sort of ultimate of ultimates. Ultimate, uh, ultimate. That could be kind of neat for sure. Yeah. Any other thoughts on this though? I like Octane, you know. Yeah. One of these days we're going to eventually get around to doing a hitbox kind of dialogue and episode. Yeah, it's the only reason I don't play him. Yeah. Sneak peek, his headshot hitbox is bigger than his
0: head, and that's a problem. Yeah, So, and,
1: but I, I think that Octane's kit... Is definitely undervalued for me. I'd like to play him more. You know, I like the ability to passively regenerate health. I like how fast he is, which mm-hmm. is really great. In fights, getting away, getting in front of people. Um, I think the jump pad is not that bad. Um, don't sleep on Octane. Don't sleep on Octane.
0: He's got the best skin in the game, in my opinion. That is true From as the override well. collection event. I got it. It's the only skin I've ever spent money on. And I don't even play Octane that much, which... I don't know. I think that says a lot. Next question we got is coming from Diego. Are you scared about the future of Apex? We covered this a pretty good amount in our last podcast, kind of diving into the future and state of Apex Legends. And so if you want to hear us talk really in-depth about that, I would recommend giving that episode a listen. But do you have any quick thoughts you just want to share or any updates at all?
1: Yeah, we could talk a lot about this. Um, you know, we, like you said, we talked about it in our last Warzone episode. Um, Apex has a lot of competition it's a very unique game it has a great lore background that I think really fuels it. Still millions and millions of players, I don't think this game is dying at all um, Oftentimes, we get a bit worried that Apex doesn't get enough content to stimulate its audience just based off the massive content from Fortnite and then the great responsiveness uh, from the Call of Duty Warzone game but as of now I think that we're getting a load of content.
0: Yeah, we're getting a big, big, big content drop here. I mean, within this month, pretty much we've gotten the April Fools. Now we're going to get the Town Takeover, and then we're going to run right into Season 5. And it's going to feel like there's a lot of stuff happening in Apex over the course of this time.
1: Yeah, and you know, before this kind of Town Takeover event drop we were really banking on the fact that we're getting a new map in season five. I think that it's probably safe to say that that is not for certain. Obviously, there's no, yeah, uh, no you no know, official. But I thought you made a good point when you said, yeah, we're getting this town takeover. We're getting this cool prowler uh, hunt mode in the game. That doesn't have a very long lifetime, yeah. you know, uh, before we go on to a new map. But like I said at the beginning of this episode, If they're doing a map rotation, then it's all good and they can come out with a new map and you know, World's Edge will still be in rotation. They could be the only Battle Royale that
0: has multiple maps that you can continuously play on. And that'd be something that would really separate them. I agree. So no, I'm not really scared about the future of Apex. I think uh, competitive play is going to go a lot towards Valorant and stuff, but the competitive Apex scene is already tough because... Competitive battle royales are really hard to do in of itself. So. Yeah,
1: I guess this is a bit deviated from the question, but it's kind of a broad question. Are you scared about the future of Apex? This is a bit of a note on how game publishing is kind of operated right now. Mm-hmm. There's esports, competitive play with teams and arenas and huge tournaments with big cash prizes. That's one side of video game development trying to target that. Games like CSGO, League of Legends, those are esports titles. And hyper focused on it. Yeah, very tough to get into, really cool content there. On the other side, we have streaming and video content creation around games. And we can obviously see that Battle Royales really fit that model a lot more.
0: Because of how unpredictable every gameplay is, that everything's going to be different. It doesn't get as boring quickly
1: yep. uh, to watch. Much. You don't have the same loadout every game. It's not going to be in the same situation. You, you have new huge legends. cool maps, different changes, legends, all that stuff. It makes for really good streaming content. Now, esports, everybody says, is booming. It's very exciting. People assume there's a ton of money behind it because there's millions of dollars in prizes. Not so much the case. A lot of professional teams uh, are not profitable at this point. Um, Professional players don't make a whole lot of money. You know, there are a few, few, few that do win big prizes, but it's not a huge industry. And game publishers kind of have adopted that. Amazon is recently getting into the game publishing uh, space. They're coming out with a a streaming battle game uh, early next month. Uh, And then Google is also getting in on the game publishing with their new Stadia. Yeah. Both Amazon and Google are more leaning towards streaming content. More things like Apex, not the competitive play like Valorant. So Mm -hmm. if we're scared of Valorant, which is a big title coming out from Riot Riot Games, I think the Apex still has a chance. And I think that it's going to be a major player in the years to come. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a reason that all these competitive pro players are streaming
1: uh, as well. Streaming is where the huge money is, honestly. It's where advertisers are. It's where content is being developed for. And I think that Apex could really evolve into something as kind of essential in the gaming industry as Counter Strike.
0: That'd be awesome. Really? I love it. I mean, a multi decade game. That'd be a, oh, you're just saying that because you want to do this podcast for multi decades. We well, have to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get into the next question.
1: Uh, so this question's coming from Chase, and it's a great one. When you don't have a third, what play style and legend do you look to support? Uh, and who do we main with? Um I think the question
0: is also asking who do we specifically look for in a third when we're playing just the two of us, who yeah. we main. And so we are a pathfinder, I'm a pathfinder main, Henry's a Gibraltar main. And what is that third perfect legend for you?
1: Yeah, it's a definitely a good question because we re- really try to just look out for each other because it's unpredictable, <laughs> you know, that third is very unpredictable. Yeah. Um but we often play with um other support legends like Lifeline or Bangalore. Mm -hmm. Um, people that can kind of just support us pick us up fast Uh, you know the Bangalore smoke is sometimes hard to play with randoms Um, but if we do have a third Bangalore can be really nice to kind of block off enemies with her ultimate and use the smoke to kind of get away and push forward get a hot res off Um, do you have anything to say about that
0: yeah my favorite legend to play with as a third is Watson for sure and it's not even close for me a good Watson player Absolutely changes the game, and I think adds a significant amount of uh, percentage points to your chances to win the game, if you have the good one on your team. Uh, Watson's probably my second most played legend right now, but I just only play her when uh, when we're all partied up with another person, just because it sucks when you drop into a game with two people and you kind of want to play defensively, play slow, and then... You have a third random teammate that kills himself in the first like five minutes of the game.
1: Yeah. I guess I wouldn't say Watson just because it is hard to play Watson and you do not find a lot of randoms that are not on mics that are able to actually help out with Watson. Like, yeah. I guess some little tips to playing Watson put fences down everywhere all the time. I was
0: just being optimistic that we get to play with a good legend oh yeah whoever for sure we
1: optimism <laughs> is great but randoms are a real headache so it's it's tough to really find that i think that watson can definitely uh change up especially our duo with pathfinder and mm-hmm. gibraltar uh, but it just takes a lot of skill to really have that down and being able to play with two other people
0: i do think if we're playing Publix though and when we play pubs we push a lot more and go for those high kill games I think it's a little bit more fun like you were saying to have a support like a lifeline or a pathfinder that can save you if something happens or just go all out and grab a wraith or like an octane and just go full push mode and that's also really fun as well so it just depends a little bit for sure. Yeah. Uh, so the last question and this is a really cool one. I like this question Um, and so it's coming from Chase again. Thoughts on a game mode that gives everyone random legends?
1: Yeah. And another thought on this is everybody drops with gold armor as well. Um, yeah,
0: that's a, little, that's a little interesting and hard to... I mean, if everyone has it, then it's not as special as when you get it. So yeah. I don't think it would actually change that much of yeah. the game, personally. I think it would
1: slow it down a little bit and just make fights longer and probably yeah. games longer as well. Higher um,
0: damage games, though. For sure. But what about the Random Legends? Yeah,
1: Random Legends is kind of tough. I mean, honestly, I think it, it could be cool for a limited time mode. But people are so attached to their mains and to the Legends in general. I mean, there's fan art, people cosplay their own Legends. It's really tough to strip that uh, away from people, kind of their relationship with their character. Yeah. Um, I think this could be neat to kind of give people a chance to play Octane, um, play Mirage, you know, uh, Legends with a more balanced kit, I might say. Um, I think it'd be cool. For that, to just give force people into giving other legends a chance.
0: Yeah, it kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, the Winter Express mode because then we, a lot of people ended up playing with different legends than they weren't used to. Because I liked that a lot. The guns were the real value there, and that's fun. It's really cool. Like, I mean, you're a Gibraltar main, so I never played Gibraltar, and so to drop in and play Gibraltar once in a while would be kind of fun, or at least funny. Like, it'd be a fun limited time mode to me. Um, I think the happy meet in the middle here is you have like a, you choose your legend, but then on a respawn, you get respawned as a mm-hmm. random legend, which would be kind of cool. And it makes sense to me because it's like, you died. You died. You you died. So you're not coming back to the same person. Wow. You come back to somebody else. That's harsh. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe a little bit. You
1: lost your rights to be the legend. Man.
0: <laughs> okay. You got
1: any other last thoughts on that one? I think that was a great episode, a lot of great questions. Thank you, everybody, for submitting.
0: Yeah, that wraps up the mailbag for us. If you ever want to submit more questions, uh, we always post a poll or post a message on Instagram before we have these mailbag episodes so you guys can submit questions. You can also email us questions, thoughts, comments at thirdpartypod at, g- third at gmail.com. And if you have any other questions you really want answered, do you have any other thoughts? Leave a five-star review on Apple Pods with your question. We guarantee it'll be answered. And so, yeah, with that, please subscribe. Follow us on Spotify. Any other thoughts? That's it. See you guys. Peace. Hey now, another squad coming in. Boom, whole squad down.
1: Yeah, hey brother, not today, maybe tomorrow.